<laughs> Fuck it. So what should we talk about, Kyle? No, we should talk about. Hey, motherfucker. We gonna talk about the Tunguska. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, I bring you to the third rendition of shit's weird bro and today we're gonna talk about the tunguska event yeah man tunguska what do you know about tunguska kyle i know more than you shut want up me to tell. it's a mysterious explosion <laughs> near stony tunguska river in what is now krasnoyarsk cry russia on june 30th 1908 he pronounced that phonetically I don't think there's any better way to pronounce that unless you're Russian. Krasnoyarsk. That sounds better. Krasnoyarskrai. Yes, that's it. Russia. I was there when it happened. In mother country, Russia, podcasts listen to you. <laughs> you know, listen to podcasts. Anyway, the explosion flattened 770 square miles, but that number changes depending on who the fuck you talk to. Depending on who... Did the Wikipedia link because right. I see three different ones right now that I'm looking at. Either way, it's a big fucking explosion, and people say maybe two people have died, but there's no official human casualties. It's huge. We talked about last episode, Shafee's Playground. He had 53 square miles. This is 770 square miles. It's huge. So, um, originally, it's been classified as an impact event. Even though no impact crater has been found. So with this classification, the Tunguska event is the largest impact event on Earth in recorded history. I mean, the yeah. dinosaurs maybe died from something bigger. Or the dinosaurs died with this one. <gasps> no, that didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> the thought be behind it being an impact event suggests that um, the event happened as a result of air bursts from a meteorite. Whoa, a, meteor, a meteoroid? meteoroid. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I like that word. The meteoroid is thought to have disintegrated at altitude of three to six miles rather than to have hit the surface of the Earth. Which makes a lot of sense. Uh, estimates of the energy of this air burst range from 10 to 15 tons of TNT, or 42 to 63 petajoules, to 30 megatons of TNT. Because our listeners know what petajoules are. I, I, the scientists <laughs> out there want to know... An accurate estimate of the amount of energy, Kyle. I don't know what a petajoule is. So. so 30 megatons of TNT would be 130 petajoules. I still can't equate that to real terms. Okay. Uh, 15 megatons is about a thousand times greater than Little Boy. That's huge. That's the one that made Rice Krispies in Hiroshima. In, Hi in Hiroshima? Hiroshima, Hiroshima, whatever. It's like insurance and insurance? It's spelled the same. It just depends on how you pronounce it. Tomato, okay. tomato. Uh, it's estimated that the Tunguska explosion knocked down some 80 million trees. See, over 830 square miles. So it's like... Yeah, it's all over the place. Which is it? 
80 million trees, I think I, I can wrap my head around that better. That's a lot of fucking trees. These are, and if you don't care about trees, you're a piece of shit. Like, give us air, assholes. These, a lot of these are young, sexually active trees. Spores everywhere. Cut down in their prime. Fuckers. The Tungusting explosion would also have measured a 5.0 on the Richter scale. That's big. Big enough to level, like, a major metropolitan city. Luckily, it hit in Tunguska, where there's fucking nothing, nothing. but trees. Sexually active trees to give us oxygen. Sexually active trees. Them sluts. Whoa, hey. That's not cool, man. Some of them may be sluts. Why you gotta judge Out of a hundred sexually active trees, you're gonna get a couple of sluts. There's some that are just flinging it everywhere. The fuck is that supposed to mean? Isn't that the bees' fault? Like, that's not like... They drop their spores, not the bees. The bees pollinate other things. The trees drop their own stuff. The bees are the whores of wildlife. They get around for sure. Alright, let's get into <laughs> the whole impact event classification of the Tunguska event. So they claim it's a meteoroid, right? Uh, since the second half of the 20th century, it's been shown that asteroid airbursts occur quite frequently. A stony asteroid of about 33 feet in diameter can produce an explosion of 20 kilotons. Jesus. Which is similar to the Fat Man bomb on Nagasaki. Uh, such explosions occur high in the upper atmosphere more than once a year. However, Tunguska-like Megaton range events are much rarer. In fact, Eugene Shoemaker estimates that such an event occurs once every 300 years. But we haven't even been, like, researching it for 300 years. So, Well, I mean, it happened... This, this all ha I don't know if you mentioned, but it happened in 1908. So, it's been a little over 100 years. It's been exactly 100 years. It's been 110 years, sir. Yes. I do math. Fuck you, Kyle. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I just, I don't want to believe that it was a meteoroid. I just don't. Because it seems very unlikely. May I play devil's advocate? Yes. I think, I think it is a meteoroid because... Um, I've done research on this a mm -hmm. little bit, and I, I know about this beforehand. Mm -hmm. Can you quit it with that shit? That, oh, my God. Uh-huh. Keep making a point. I think it can... It, it Meteorites burn up in that... Well, actually, it's not a meteorite. It has to, be, it has to hit the ground to be a meteorite. Meteoroids burn up in the atmosphere, and if it's big enough... The heat, the friction, everything from the atmosphere that is not used to encountering will cause an explosion. Whether that's 10 to 15 megatons worth, I don't know. But I think it's very possible. Because one that's 33 feet in diameter... That's only huge. 20 kilotons of energy. Yeah, I, it's got to be fucking big. I, I, don't, I can't do the math. But if it was that big, it would have hit the ground and made it impact crater. That's the thing. It has to be. But it didn't. It ha exactly. It has to be perfect to where it blows up. So how is that the most likely event? Couldn't tell you. There if the no conditions have to be perfect. Well, then what is it, Chris? Because there's no right. impact crater. 
So in so the event produced fluctuations in atmospheric pressure strong enough to be detected in Great Britain. Uh, over the next few days, night skies in Europe were aglow. It's been theorized this is due to light passing through high-altitude space particles that had formed at extremely low temperatures. Yeah. A phenomenon that years later would be produced by space shuttles. Where am I going with this? You may be asking yourself, Kyle. Aliens. No. Oh. This explosion and following phenomenon was not a meteoroid or visitors from outer space, but the work of the super Serbian Nikola Tesla. Oh, uh-oh. We're getting on stuff that I haven't looked at at all. Yeah. Yeah, we okay. are. Keep going. I love me some Nikola Tesla. All right. So, as you know, Tesla emigrated from the U.S. from the former... Emigrated to the U.S. from the former Yugoslavia in 1884 and promptly began working for Thomas Edison, a dick. I'm, I'm, yeah, exactly. I, I'm sorry <laughs> to interject, but I... I just this just hit my head. I I love how you call them a super Serbian. That's fantastic. Yes, it's kind of like Super Saiyan, but not yes, really. it's true. He's every bit super Serbian. Yes, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so after after he was working for Thomas Edison, he would then Fuck rival him. Edison as a great inventor in his own right, getting a shit ton of patents. He was much better in, in most aspects, but Edison. But Edison was had dick. the money. So he, he just shut him down. He knew how to make the money. Right. That's um, a different episode. But later in his life, uh, he would build a lab in Colorado Springs. Uh, he, he constructed his own laboratory shorty, shortly after arriving in Colorado Shall Springs. <laughs> a high-altitude location where he could have more room than in his downtown New York City laboratory for his high-voltage, high-frequency experiments. Uh, Tesla moved there to disc- to study the conductive nature of low pressure air, uh, part of his research into wireless transmission of electrical power. I'm liking where this is going already. The lab possessed the largest Tesla coil ever built, about almost 50 feet. It's 15 meters because he's Serbian. You know and, they use the stupid yeah, metric yeah. system. And, uh, 15 meters in diameter, which is a preliminary version. Of the magnifying transmitter planned for installation at the Wardenclyffe Tower. So, upon his arrival, he told reporters that he planned to conduct wireless tel- wireless telegraphy experiments. Fuck is that? Like a telegraph. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Like wireless telegraph. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, to transmit signals text from messages from Colorado to Paris. Text messages. Right. The first text message ever. Um, Heard it here first. Nikola Tesla made text messages. <laughs> from his his lab in Colorado, he produced artificial lightning with discharges consisting of millions of volts up to 41 meters long, uh, about 135 feet. Uh, yeah. Thunder from the released energy was heard 15 miles away. Jesus. People walking along the street observed sparks jumping between their feet in the ground. Sparks sprang from waterline taps when touched. Light bulbs within 100 feet of the lab glowed even when turned off. So everybody was conducting electricity. Right, just like electricity walking. was just fucking everywhere. It was just flowing through everything. So in 1900, Tesla was granted patents for a system of transmitting electrical energy and an electrical transmitter. Wirelessly, right? Right, well... Yeah, Be- yeah. 
but no, but yeah. yeah. Later in his like, career, that's he what made... he'd use it for. Yes. But yeah. that, the patents weren't specifically for that. So also in 1900, uh, he starts to construct the Wardenclyffe Tower, mm-hmm. which is in New York. Um, Tesla had to appeal to J.P. Morgan for funds, which was like his prime financial backer. But unfortunately, Morgan owned like multiple utility companies, and the Edison people who was run more money. those utility companies were like, "You're not going to be able to do charge people for this or that." Mm-hmm. So the idea of a free wireless energy doesn't really appeal to him, but he has to monitor the the progress of this technology. So he allows him to like start building the Wardenclyffe Tower, but it's never finished because Morgan withdraws financial support because the wireless system wouldn't allow him to put a meter in everybody's house. So you can't charge. So nothing. like even yeah, if yeah. you did charge people for the wireless energy, you couldn't control how much energy was used. Therefore, you're unable to build per unit of energy used yeah well so it'd be like a flat rate for everybody from what i know for from nikola tesla he wanted to make wireless energy free for free everybody, for everybody. Right. He literally you put a spike in your backyard which, and you have free energy which obviously jp morgan is not going to dump his money into not getting back his investment he doesn't want any of that that's where in his in the history books Edison outshined Tesla because he was all about making the money. He did the more expensive route, and uh, Tesla did the smarter route. If we had his technologies today, it would be so much better. Right. Yeah. Like, Morgan went as far as to tank his other companies like Westinghouse and other industries that he owned in order to cause a panic on Wall Street to cut off supplemental funding for Tesla. So, like, mm. even if somebody else is like, oh, we'll back your funding. Yeah. Like, he's, he's like, like no. fuck that, I'm going to tank yeah. the whole market. It's like, he's not making me to any where, money. Yeah, yeah to yeah, where yeah. nobody can make money. That greedy bastard. Yeah, like, J.P. Morgan and uh, Edison were in cahoots, too. All you fuckers that have Chase, you're fucking evil. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Although the Chase Sapphire credit card is fantastic, I do have to I do have to say, if you're ever in airport terminal and you need to wait, they have like Xbox and video games, and movies and all that shit. Amex all the way, bro. Fuck fantastic. Chase. Fuck Chase. Uh, so Tesla, right? So burdened by loss, a uh, desperate Nikola Tesla needed a chance to test his invention. Even with the Wardenclyffe Tower left unfinished, Tesla could have actually finished the functional pieces he needed to demonstrate his invention, which call, which he called a peace ray, but newspaper owned by Morgan deemed a death ray. Of course. Uh, meanwhile, Admiral Robert Peary was determined to be the first man to reach the North Pole by land, and Tesla would contact Peary and ask him to look for any signs of explosions or lights in the sky. After Tesla demonstrates his peace rays, eager to hear back from Peary, but there is nothing to report because, as we know, the peace ray hit Tunguska. Uh oh. But Chris, could Tesla's coil produce the type of megaton power that was but, produced at the blast of Tunguska? But Chris, could Tesla's mega coil produce the amount of force in the event of Tunguska? Yes, and here's why, Kyle. The difference between a current that can run a sewing machine and the current that can be used as a method of discretion is all about timing. (laughs) If the amount of current used to power a sewing machine for an hour is suddenly released in a millionth of a second, it would have a very different and negative effect on the sewing machine. 
Tesla says his transmitter can produce 100 million volts of pressure with currents up to 1,000 amps, which is a power level of 100 billion watts. Right, Kyle? That sounds right. That sounds about right. To, to my, I mean... Because I'm, I'm an expert. Yeah. I know. If it was resonating at a radio frequency of 2 megahertz, then the energy produced during one period of its oscillation would roughly... Would be roughly the amount of energy of 10 megatons of TNT. Jesus. And that... That, funnily... That's a word. Funnily. Funnily. Correlates... With the megaton energy of the Tunguska event, Chris. Oh, son of a bitch, it does, Kyle. I I hadn't even thought of that. Woo! Jesus Christ. (laughs) Could you imagine if you could just, like, 10 megatons of TNT? Uh, Then you would be black lightning. Like, by radio. I'm pretty sure they, they... Somebody killed Tesla and took his fucking schematics and they know how to do that i mean they took his schematics when he was alive the russians goddamn russians you're probably listening to this right now it's okay i i love you guys and i wouldn't do anything to hurt you if you need to fix another election let me know bring it putin just show me how you did the first one (laughs) wrong but with the tesla's invention that kind of transmitter is capable of projecting the energy of a nuclear warhead by radio. So any location could be vaporized at the speed of light. Jesus Christ. So Done. that's what happened. Done. That's what happened in Tunguska. Where's your proof? Uh, There is no proof because nobody mm. actually went to the site of Tunguska until like night like years years later yeah somebody did like years later somebody did but 1927 yeah, yeah that's like it. 19 years after what's the guy's name and they're like oh fuck yeah they're like there ain't shit here but after 1910 you hear nothing of the peace ray nothing of the death ray because tesla knew he fucked up mm. the first time he was wrong in like well, equating something. Thank God he did it in the middle of Tunguska, not it's like like he was gonna Paris. do it at the North Pole though. <laughs> like, where's well, I mean, they're what, best case scenario outside of bears, the North Pole. Kill some por- polar bears, a couple but... penguins, whatever. That's it. There's back, another interesting back uh, in 1908 that wasn't so bad. Now, if you say that, that's kind of you don't want to kill polar bears. Now they're on the verge of being endangered. It's not very good. This commercial break brought to you by Flaming Hot Ruffles. Or Rufles, as, as my Spanish people call it. To cure your uh, your spice need, Flaming Hot Ruffles. They're delicious. Anyway, let's get back to Tunguska. So there was a spore found in the middle of the blast radius of Tunguska. A single spore? How'd they find that shit? They found it. The spore and its parent organism came to Earth in the Tunguska event on June 30th, 1908. In pictures taken after the cataclysmic detonation... We've had beers, people. (laughs) Um, A zombified deer was recorded. What? 
zombified deer. A zombified like deer this was motherfucker recorded. out there trying to get brains. Yes. And in 1938, Soviet research team discovered a fine orange dust, a dust near the crater, which turned out to be the spore. The organisms were studied closely, where their regenerative properties were discovered. One patient with a serious laceration was swabbed with spore solution, and in eight hours, his wound was completely healed. Fucking zombie spores? A steak injected with the same solution began to behave like a cow. A steak? Like, a, just a fucking... St- I'd sizzle it up on the grill out mm-hmm. here. How did, how did it act like a cow? How did a fucking steak act like a cow? Right. Would it start to moo and shit? It behaved like... I don't know what the fuck that means. The next step was to test on uh, putrefied... Putrefied? Petrified? That's petrified. It has a U in it, dude. I don't know. Putrefied. Putrefied. Tissue. A week's dead cat named Lazarus by the research team was injected with a, with a spore culture and began to move again. However, what? a disturbing trait was discovered. An increase in aggression in... Partially decomposed organisms with sporadic episodes of violence ap- afterward, meaning they Bro. could attack anyone at anyone. Any, any we talking time. zombies here? We talking walking dead zombies? Further research revealed that barium caused the death of the spore-derived tissues. That's radioactive material, people. Radioactive zombies? That doesn't sound fun at all. Yeah. <laughs> But um, that's not even real research. That's just the um, sounds real to me. The plot of the music video of "All Nightmare Long" by Metallica. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's sounds what like that it. is. Yeah. So someone made an actual theory. Have you seen that it, music video? That music is really video is crazy. Yeah, it's about fucking this. Are you serious? Yeah. Look, Dude, I'm a huge Metallica fan. I had no freaking clue. Yeah, I just described it to you, and you're like, "What? For real? What?" No, fucking cheap. It what was are you Tesla. About it says the Tegasa spore. What's the main? What's the main? Look, where my thumb is. Unknown, microscopic, rat-sized. Universe. Ah. Metallica's all nightmare. <laughs> True. You heard it here first, Metallica scientists, people. You're not just listening to some kick-ass music. You're listening to the science. Because nothing else matters. <laughs> I got no follow-up for that. You have no follow-up for <laughs> No follow-up for nothing else matters. That's really all the information I have. That's it? Yeah. That's crazy, though, dude. Freaking. I, did, I had no idea that it had a, like, spores like that. I knew there was radioactive properties radi- to yeah. it. I didn't know there was actually... Zombies. Mm-hmm. The only thing I literally only knew, like firsthand events, like people that lived miles away, what they heard, and it sounded like they heard thunderous lightning and things like that, something that they've never heard before. And there was a researcher I don't remember his name, and I can't find it here. They actually uh, had a grant to go and. Uh, research what had happened there and uh-huh. the only thing they were able to find was small holes in the center of the crater in the center of the uh right the field where it was leveled like the blast radius yeah exactly um 
and they they chalked it up to being a meteoroid that exploded and those were the remnants of it that had been buried down but they weren't able to find any concrete proof like if, actual... if there's one thing you take away from this podcast the the typical belief what you worldwide believed is for the sheep sheep sheeple don't don't be a sherpin what's a sherpin like a person but like sherpin a, it's a new but term like a sheep sherpin i thought you were going like sherpa you know the people that help you get to the top of everest like the one-legged guy that helps you get to the top of everest yeah missing an eye <laughs> just rugged i know the way yeah you gotta go over this ladder here over this 200 foot ravine done 20 just times. do it Stop being a puss. I only lost a lot, an eye once <laughs> out of 20. That's pretty good. My track record's flawless. Solid 5%. Good lord. But if anything's to be taken out of it is airplanes suck. Uh, what if an airplane or a UFO caused the Tunguska event? We didn't even talk about that. Well, that that's a big one is the UFOs. A lot of people say that that it had it was an alien experiment you see i could have gone that way but it's just too easy yeah to just be like because aliens like george saltalamachia or whatever his name is Giorgio sukulos yeah that's what you're talking about <laughs> yeah the dude with the crazy hair yeah, yeah that's it Giorgio <laughs> saltalamachia that's a baseball player <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i think it's much more interesting saying that uh, that Nikola Tesla, one of the most brilliant minds of, of ever, of Earth, of Earth, since we've been in existence, is the one responsible for it. I which, mean, I believe in the home team. Uh, you know, one of us. There's a lot of stuff that Tesla did that, that got taken away and hidden in the archives that nobody knows about. That, that could have probably changed the world. He's done some crazy stuff. Maybe a future episode we could talk about the Philadelphia experiment and how he ties into that. I don't think he ties into that that much. I think he does. Okay, maybe you can. I don't think he does. I think I think his products do. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, then we're on the same page. That's for a whole other. Yeah. We'll do that later. That's a crazy one. But as far as the Tunguska event is considered, like. The blast radius of what, 830 is the official number or unofficial? I, I don't, I'm pretty sure it's unofficial. There's two different ones. There's one that's 830 square miles and one that's 770, so I don't know. Somewhere in between 830 and 770, which anyway, is a lot of fucking area. Where we stand is Meteor or Tesla? I want to believe Tesla. But what do you actually Big time. believe? Big time. I... I think that's very feasible. Very, very feasible. I'm leaning towards Tesla. Over Scale of 1 to 10. 1 to 10? Oh, we're going back to the first episode, are we? Yeah. Scale to 1 to 10, I say uh, 7 towards Tesla. 7 Tesla? All yeah, right. I'm pretty sure. I love me some Nikola Tesla. I'm a sucker for anything I Tesla. Do. I love it. I'm a sucker. If you if you bring up Tesla and something, he's responsible. Yep. On board. <laughs> automatic. On board. So Nikola Tesla is an automatic yes for Kyle. He... Did the Tunguska event? He, he made, did it. He made the. He big, doesn't want to own that. He shit. made the big boom boom. You're gonna put that shit on him, just because he like fucked up in a calculation. He might have killed two people. 
That's a here's, maybe. Here's the reason I think that he did do it. Because um, he's usually pinpoint on all his shit, right? Super accurate. Yeah, he's yeah. a really accurate scientist, yeah. one of the great minds of our generation. How the fuck? Not our generation. Not ours. Of all generations. That's it. Not just ours. Yeah. Or but stupid millennials. There's no how, way he's our generation. I don't want to be identified as Yeah, millennial. we are. It's tough. You know? We get a bad rap for everything. Anyways, super accurate. Let's get back to that. Yeah. He's, he's super accurate. Accurate. DJ Khaled. With the um, jersey. <laughs> but he... he he was so upset that his funding had been pulled, but he was like, I need to make it known that this shit works. Mm. I can do it. Let me just fucking muster this up real quick. He didn't He didn't have the time that he used to have when he had all the financial backing and everybody, all the people that were working on it. So him. he rushed it. So he that, just rushed it, mm. and he was like, I just got to get to the North Pole. Boom. I, I need to make sure I have enough to get to the North Pole, and you fucking overshot. Luckily, he only made zombie deer. <laughs> <laughs> no, if the Tunguska spore happened, it wasn't Tesla. He didn't make some fucking shit. Like, if the, if the spore happened, then it's aliens. Well, I that's that's some weird stuff there. What if although Tesla made a lot of medical inventions yes. that eventually were actually burned up by Morgan and Edison. They like burned all of his inventions. But he did make a lot of stuff like that that was regenerative. Rege- yeah, that was that was right. You just a little, I, a little bit slurry. There was like four more Rs in there than there needed to yeah, be. Yeah. But yeah. Is it is it Bad to say that I think that J.P. Morgan and Edison killed Tesla. How? Explain yourself. I think they murdered him because his inventions were screwing with their money. Oh, J.P. Morgan murdered the guy who, um, the architect working on the Warningcliffe Tower. Did I go over that? No. You did not. And you skipped I did not that. go over that. So when they were building the Warningcliffe Tower, um... He was working on it with a famous architect named Sanford White, who was the designer. Um, but his for his role in helping Tesla, he was framed with a woman and shot dead by order of J.P. Morgan. So, and it's that's, confer- uh, straight from the source of Reformation.org, Tesla, and Tunguska. Reputable. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. No. But that's a dot org, Kyle. Dot org. But that just uh doesn't confirm, but it leans into my suspicion that I believe Edison and JP Morgan and the other financial backers had Tesla killed because he was gonna give services to the world for free that they wanted to make money off of. Collusion That's it. That was a Metallica collusion right there. Yeah, it was. I did. a good one. Nice tie. Yeah, that was fantastic. But that's tough to believe that that he, I mean, he's done some crazy stuff. But to have a device of that power to make that 830 square miles in some case just cleared out. Well, what it is, Kyle, is... Pretty much, from my understanding, it's a fucking particle beam. 
Oh, basically. Like, from what this told me, all this information... Like Star Trek stuff. Uh, from the very reputable www.reformation.org. Oh, org. Dot org, people. Uh, yeah. It's a particle beam, and it missed the North Pole. But it was a very, uh, if I have to be honest, very biased article for Nikola Tesla. Well, at least you can admit it. Yeah. I mean, we're not hardcore journalists here. It does say that the very intelligent Russians soon put two and two together and approached Tesla to acquire his technology. Tesla offered his invention to the U.S. government first, but they turned him down. Because they couldn't make money off of it. Mm Mm-hmm. He later offered it to the British, but they thought he was crazy. But who's to say it's not in use today? Who's to say they're not using... Because the Soviet Union developed Tesla's particle beam weapons. So it's Russia that's using it. Yep. To hack our elections. Do you think that's why Donald Trump wants to (laughs) suck Putin's dick? I think so, because he's got a particle beam that could blow us up. I mean, I would suck that guy's dick if he had a particle beam. I mean, if he could just be like, I want to blow up... New York, L.A., San Francisco. He could. Boom. Miami. And it would do a Tunguska. Chicago. Right Done. on them bitches. Boom. The Bay Area. All of it. Not suggesting that this is a good idea, Putin, if you're listening. We love you. <laughs> All hail Vladimir. Vladimir Putin. Yes. Beer up to you. In IPA in Russia, IPA have you. You we are, have IPA. We are just putting you on. <laughs> that was very punny. Uh, to protect themselves from a sneak at nuclear attack by the madmen in the British controlled Pentagon, the Russians developed defensive weapons Did you based say British controlled Pentagon? Yep. Wait the Russian, a second. Yep. The Russians developed defensive weapons based on Tesla's technology. Uh oh, we we're going all over the place with this one. Look, you know who's all over the place is Reformation.org and Fox, but they're so reputable. So, if you want to know anything Tesla slash Tunguska, look up www.reformation.org, Tesla and anything. That's it. But um, it, it's very feasible. He's done some crazy stuff. Tesla has, and it's not. Out of, not out of character. It's not out of the realm of possibility that he could have just miscalculated slightly and overshot the North Pole. I mean, the North because Pole. Because he was he rushed, he it. wanted to get yeah. it done. The North Pole, he wouldn't have harmed anything. He would have burnt some snow, but melted. I don't think yeah. he could burn snow yeah. like snow doesn't yeah. really char. What? <laughs> Whatever. He could have. He could have. Melted snow, as my co-host says, or he could have just blew up some trees. I think he was having a little fun. I think he just wanted to blow up. You some think trees. it's like fine to just blow up sexually active young trees, throwing spores everywhere that are just. Well, I mean, they that whole air region of Russia is, is forest, it's very dense forest. And even outside of the blast zone, it's just a bunch of trees. A lot of trees taking are... in carbon dioxide and ejaculating that sweet, sweet getting oxygen it. that we love to just breathe. Getting it, and that's okay to disturb that. You know, sometimes that needs to be breaking up. They're just heatonous trees that are just indulging in all these pleasures 
Sometimes they need a rude awakening. I guess so. Get your shit together, trees. I guess so. Right, become a productive member of the society. Stop jerking it. Stop jerking it. Stop trying to make little baby trees everywhere. You're already dense enough. Not dense as in dumb. I thought thought you were talking about, like, slim thick. Dense. I never thought of dense like that. You ain't never seen the tree trunk where you're like, go get it. I don't... Can't say that I have, Chris. All right. But I, that's not to say that that tree trunk hasn't crossed my my vision yet. Your DMs? I have. I, it hasn't slid in just yet. <laughs> Who's to say that I might just see this thick-ass tree one day and be like, hmm, I might have to sacrifice everything that I have mm-hmm. with my girl. I'm going to have to slide some straight-up carbon dioxide in that I thing. need to make a baby forest. Right yes. now with this yes. one. So we gotta do have a little family little plants, trees. Little plants? Little plants. Those I have a I f- got like six little plants running around the backyard right now. <laughs> this is I'm married. This is an episode of Rick and Morty if I ever heard one. <laughs> Justin Royland, if you're listening, this needs to be made. No, I think we've gone on long enough. You heard it here first. Or second, or probably fifth. Probably. Maybe even dead fucking last. Most likely last. And Nikola Tesla accidentally did the Tunguska event, found out, and decided, well, I probably shouldn't do this shit anymore. I don't think it was an accident. I think he just blew up a bunch of trees. Boom. Tesla hates trees. Outro. What? Okay. Okay.